and gentlemen, this, this is Ellis Island for a professional wrestler. This is freedom. Yowie, wowie, you found me. <laughs> Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the They said, yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. Now, introducing your hosts, let's give it up for the prescription fill-in, smart slaying, cowboy boot-wearing son of a gun, make some noise for Doc Haas. Because the great don't need to be goaded into greatness. They seek it out. They crave it. They dare the entire locker room to come after them, just like I'm gonna seek you out. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's just our third man, Johnny Smarks. Smarks. Who said you idiots can speak while there's a microphone in my head? And here is your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. Let's make one thing clear. I don't watch this business. This business watches me. Sit back and enjoy your dose of kayfabe consumption as you listen to the Fourth Wall Wrestlecast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. The fourth wall. And what up, fam? Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things sports, music, pro wrestling, and so much more. Welcome to the Fourth Wall Cast. Be sure to check us out right here every Sunday on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I am your host with the most, the babyface of podcasting, J.C. Bones. And today, I have a very, very special guest for the Fourth Wall fam. Ladies and gentlemen... I want to introduce to you one of the hosts from the Big Heck and Wade Adventures. The only man who can show you the real hashtag Wade experience. Hashtag Wade cares. Let's give it up. Let's make some noise. Put your hands together for the one and only Wade. What's up, brother Wade? So, brother, that is one of the most amazing intros I have yeah, ever done. like that one? Good. Thank you. I, I like good. to make my, really- I like to make my guests feel welcome each and every week. So, but- wait, we have a lot we want to talk about today, uh, and you know, luckily we're both safe. We're both staying healthy. Yeah. We're 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 via cyberspace right now. Yes, we're sir. We're not in front of each other to breathe the same air or cough in each other's general direction. Uh, so we're doing this safely uh, for everyone's listening pleasure. So, Wade, first, man, what's been going on with you, bro? How are things over in the world of Big Heck and Wade Adventures and in the world of Wade, of Brother Wade? Well, everything's good in the world of Big Heck and Wade. You know, we are uh, separate, too. We are staying away from each other. We're we're hanging out. And in the world of Wade, it's been, like, pretty crazy with, all, with this whole thing that's been going on. Like, I just got an email from my job saying I'll be home for two weeks. You're a teacher in a preschool, right? Yes, I'm a teacher in a preschool, and yeah. we got the we got the memo like around uh, I want to say maybe eleven thirty, eleven thirty today about that we were going to be closed starting Monday for the next two weeks, 
and we're going to be working from home. It's going to be a whole system we have set up with the parents. Right. We've already like been springboarding ideas to each other. Like we're going to create some type of YouTube channel for us to interact and show the kids videos. And so they, so they, at least they have something to do while they're home. Right. Okay. Good, good. But now what are you going to do while you're home? <laughs> and, and you're I'm going to be on a 14-day staycation. Yeah, I'm going to read a lot of comic books and watch uh, as much old-school wrestling as I possibly can. Amen, brother. This is a perfect time to catch up on all the old-school WWE off the network. So... Now, let's talk about some news that we just heard uh, earlier this week in the world of WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. The one and only retired tight end from the New England Patriots, Rob Gronkowski, has officially signed, or I think still potentially may sign, I don't know if it's been official yet, signing with the WWE. This was as reported by ESPN, amongst other, other platforms as well throughout the week. Now... There are already the haters who are talking shit about another mainstream star coming to WWE when there's so many other wrestlers that they could be utilizing and they're not utilizing them. What are your thoughts on that in specific? Now, let's leave Gronk out of the question for a minute. The wrestlers that are working for the company that are not utilized. Mm -hmm. This is a big question. Is it the wrestler's fault or is it creative's fault? It's a mixed bag, honestly. I feel somehow, you know, the thing is Vince likes people, and I feel this is a big thing in backstage. They want the wrestlers to not only show what they can do talent-wise in the ring, but to show the spunk, show that that uh, ruthless aggression. I hate mm, to use that term sometimes, but I have to, to get themselves over, like, Let's let's talk about Zack Ryder in 2011. He got himself over by making a YouTube channel. Right. He's not the greatest wrestler out there, but he got himself to the point where Vince had to say, you know what, we got to give this kid a shot. Mm-hmm. We have to push him and let him do his own thing and see what happens. Like he basically gave him the ball to run with it. Right. So it's a it's also Vince not seeing what some of these talent can actually offer. Mm-hmm. Like I hate to say it, Ricochet is so talented, but he's not. He's not getting the proper push he deserves. Right. I don't know what happened with him. Yeah, they they threw a rocket strap on him, put him in a title match against Brock Lesnar, and then his next night on TV, he was in a 24-7 match to Riddick Moss and lost to a friggin' neckbreaker. Like, talk talk about falling down the ladder. Talk about your rocket running out of fuel and plummeting down to the ground. Like, what the hell was that? Like, how do they not see the potential that Ricochet has? Um, I think Ricochet, though, needs to find himself. He needs to find his character. Mm-hmm. He does. I agree. And one thing he needs to work on, and it's he has that that Cesaro thing about him. All the talent in the world, but can't talk for crap. Right. Yeah, he really can't talk. His his promos are very cookie cutter. They're very vanilla. Mm-hmm. There's no substance to him. It's very like, I've worked so hard to get here, and now I'm here. Big smiles on my face. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's like cool, but why? But what drives you? You know, not mm-hmm. just you What's always wanted you? to be here when you were a kid. You know, I, I love wrestling. What else? It has to be more to Ricochet. Like, did you follow Ricochet on the Indies? Yes, I did, and I've and I've said this before. I know it's the old shtick that we talk about on the internet. He needs to go heel. Honestly, 
heel ricochet is a lot better than the cookie cutter, like you said, what we're getting. And the one thing about him when he was a heel was he took the um, the whole gimmick of, yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best. That's why I'm the king. I don't need to be crowned. I'm already there. I got the rock endorsement. I got the stone cold endorsement. I'm the man. And every time I come in the ring, you're going to realize I'm the man. My actions speak louder than my words. That's what he did his whole indie run as a heel, and it was fantastic. It was before he got signed by WWE. He did the whole heel run on his way out the door. Okay, that that seems to be a, a common a common thread lately with a lot of superstars in WWE. It's like you know what? What's going to make them better? They need to turn heel. Everyone yep. just has to turn heel at this point to, for them to get over. <laughs> so, You're gonna have right. a whole heel federation, <laughs> right? So now let's go back and talk about talk about Gronkowski. So. My thoughts, first of all, I, I I think it's a great, I think it's always great whenever they cross over uh, the, the mainstream world into WWE. Look at how many wrestlers currently or in the past come from the world of football. You know, you have The Rock, you have Roman Reigns, Wahoo McDaniels, uh, Chief J Strongbow, Ron Simmons. They all have a history of football before they came to the Federation. Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. LT. He he main evented yep. friggin' WrestleMania against Bam Bam Bigelow, WrestleMania 13. But he has a background in football. So why do people not want to see Gronkowski succeed in WWE? Uh, I honestly, when it, when, it, when it was announced, I didn't really care about it. Mm-hmm. But the reason we, well, fans, you know, all of us have, that have this mixed bag about Gronk joining is because they feel he hasn't earned it. He hasn't put in the work. He hasn't. He's just he's just being signed because of a name, right. because of what he to the table and what he's done in the other world. Obviously, that'll get attention on the wrestling world now that Gronk is there. Mm-hmm. But there is a major downside to it. And it, and it, and I hate to say it, it's it's like the Ronda Rousey thing all over again. It, is it though? Exactly. Like, but listen, r- why was Ronda Rousey signed? It was because of her name, not because of mm-hmm. what she could do in the wrestling ring. And what did she do when she had her first match at WrestleMania with Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie? She amazed the shit out of all of the naysayers. Now Gronk could do that. Maybe he won't. But. Let's look at all the mainstream stars that have that have more recently been involved. They also signed Cain Velasquez, who actually has a fighting background. Okay, sure. you had you had Ronda Rousey, who was phenomenal in her role, and she was the epitome of the women's evolution. If it was not for her, the women would have never main evented WrestleMania last year. You know, I'm not saying that they would have never main evented, but it wouldn't have been last year, and it was it happened sooner than it did because of Ronda Rousey. Uh, Tyson Fury, also, he only had that one-off match in Saudi Arabia against Braun Strowman, but guys like Tyson Fury have that natural charisma. Like, Tyson Fury could get over in the world of WWE. He already has a built-in story. He has a gimmick. He is the Gypsy King. He is built for a wrestling ring. Rob Gronkowski is full of charisma. Full of charisma. He's already worked with him. He's already been in a ring once. He went over on Jinder Mahal at the Andre the Giant Warrior Battle Royal. But oh boy. <laughs> even at that point, he got over because of his charisma. You know, so maybe he, he might be one of those guys where his charisma and his promo skills outweigh his wrestling skills. But look at how many stars have been like that, where they were all talk and no, no, no do in the ring or vice versa. 
mm-hmm. we have we don't have that many stars who have who have it all. There's a few that have that it factor, good promo skills, good in ring skills. Sometimes most of the people I should say have one or the other. You feel like just coasting? I yes. I, I, I hear you on that, man. But you know the thing is I don't want Gronk to be female Ronda Rousey because mm-hmm. as much as we get the whole he's got the charisma and I agree with you 110% as much as I hate the New England Patriots and you know I do Gronk is a star Gronk has that charisma Gronk is personified could be a wrestling promo if he, if right. he had made it in the, he'd have made it in the 80s easy mm-hmm. but I don't want him to be the person that overshadows somebody in, in, in a sp- specific moment right. i.e. When Ronda debuted at the Royal Rumble, it, everybody talked about Ronda Rousey debuting at the Royal Rumble. But people, do people remember who won the Royal Rumble that year? Right. No, you're right. I think that Royal Rumble, Ronda Rousey overshadowed Oscar winning that Royal Rumble that year. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, I, if they're going to debut him, I want you to debut him properly, use him properly, mm-hmm. put him with, put him with um, Mojo. Right. That's probably one of the best moves you could put. They're best friends in real life. He can get them over even more because Lord knows Mojo needs it. The last time I enjoyed Mojo was his, his right. NXT run. Right. So why not put them together? Now, here's the thing. Mojo needs someone to help put him over. But is mm-hmm. putting Gronk with Mojo going to hurt Gronk in the end? Because Mojo needs a lot more than just Gronk to get over. He's a fun character, but in this current roster that we have, he needs more. You know, mm-hmm. he tried he the whole thing with like that, like the, the little bit of face paintings, looking at himself in the mirror. That did not. That was just weird, and that did did not go over at all. So now he's back to the whole get hype thing. But I think pairing Mojo and and uh, Gronk could potentially hurt Gronk. I think mm. if you're going to put Gronk in any kind of feud, keep him away from Mojo. Who who else uh, over on SmackDown has a football background? On that roster? Mid- mm. Mid-card. There's a lot. Mid- there's a lot, there's right. A- Let's think mid-card. Big E. Big E. Big e. Okay. What about King um, Corbin? What King about, Corbin. What about probably the best heel on SmackDown right now? The best heel... That w- one of the best heels that WWE has to offer right now is King Corbin. That is a perfect, perfect feud to get Gronk over as an uber babyface, put him against the super heel that no one likes in King Corbin. It's a built-in story. When Cor- Let's think back to when Corbin joined NXT. Everyone hated him because he went from football, came to NXT, and didn't earn his keep. He didn't cut his teeth like everyone else did. He just made it right to NXT TV. Do the same shit with Gronk and put the two of them in a feud together. Corbin now has has the, the crown. He's the king. Gronk now wants to walk into his kingdom. Boom. Vince, book it. I like it. Right? I like it. You know what? I'm not I'm not against it. I'm totally with it. Yeah. I, Corbin is one of the biggest heels you have. I, I honestly I agree. Yeah. That's and a perfect way to get Gronk over. Exactly. And honestly, I would love to see Gronk versus Corbin at WrestleMania. Make that a Mania match. Yep. Gronk versus Corbin one-on-one. It could be on the kickoff show or maybe the opening match. No, actually, no, not the opening match because the opening match is going to be Roman versus Goldberg. Because we're, we're going to get that done and over with early on yep. in the seven hours of Mania. Um, Please. But no, but seriously, that'd be a great way to have Gronk de- have his debut match. 
at WrestleMania against King Corbin going over on Corbin. Corbin could make Gronk look like a million bucks in the ring. Gronk doesn't even have to show off crazy offense. Have him do some tackles, some clotheslines, a body slam here and there. Pin one, two, three. End of story. The babyface goes over. He gets a big pop in Tampa and or wherever they end up, and everyone goes home happy. And hopefully they can capitalize on that after, after Mania with Gronk. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know what the thing is? I just want Gronk to be... You don't have to... The one thing I don't want Gronk to be is a champion. He doesn't no, need a title. He doesn't, he doesn't need a title. You're right. He doesn't, he doesn't need, need a title. title. No. Don't give him a title. No. Don't put him in that, oh, because of his name, we're going to throw a belt on him and like de- not diminish, but kind of like knock down a title, a title that we have. Like, oh, we'll give him the Intercontinental title right. just to let him run with it. Nah. Right. No. Just have him go up against some heels. And hell, you could like I know you don't want the Mojo thing, but eventually have him team with Mojo at some point have to go up against at one, one time or something. Yeah, just the tag titles for a little yeah. run. Like have him. You could even have it where Corbin, where he at, to continue the feud, he goes up against Corbin's flunkies, and I hate that they're flunkies for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziggler and Rude. Ziggler and Rude. Right. Right. So well, there's I think there's a number of possibilities and and ways to continue a storyline to really help. Gronk get into his own, uh, allow Gronk some time to work on his in-ring skills, on his mic skills, and have him go one-on-one, you know, back and forth with Corbin. I think, I think right there is, is a perfect storyline built in for Gronk. Definitely. Yeah. So in terms of the mainstream draw, though, he definitely has given WWE a lot of mainstream draw, a lot of new eyes. Again, reported by ESPN, talking about Gronk signing with WWE. So there's your crossover appeal right now especially since uh, the XFL currently has suspended their season. There's really no more um, connection to Vince McMahon on ESPN now with the XFL season suspended. So, hey, let's bring Gronk over to WWE and get us back over on ESPN. So, uh, I did read also earlier today that Gronk's going to be on SmackDown this coming week. He is? Which uh, is I, I must have missed that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I just oh, wow. saw it earlier today. So Gronk will be on SmackDown this coming week, which uh, as of right now will take place once again live at the Performance Center because, uh, you know, to to prevent any kind of uh, issues with the current pandemic we are living in, uh, WWE is emanating from live from the Performance Center in an empty arena uh, for both Raw, SmackDown, actually, and 205 Live, and uh, also NXT this past week. Was that in full? No, it was at the Performance Center, right? Yes, mm-hmm. with an with an audience, with an audience, with an audience, right? So we'll see what happens uh, with that. I'm looking forward to see how Gronk makes his debut on Friday, and uh, hopefully uh, Gronk has some big things set up for him going into WrestleMania season. But now let's talk about WrestleMania season. Now we have seen since uh, Super Showdown a feud between AJ Styles. And The Undertaker culminate, uh, which I'm sorry, going to culminate in a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Now, last week on Raw, Styles cut this promo, uh, a total shoot promo on Undertaker. I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable, and I felt like Styles was totally out of place. Shooting like he did. 
You have such really? a bewildered look on your face. I love it. Yes. I love AJ Styles. I'm a huge AJ Styles mark. Uh, but I think Styles crossed the line when he talked about Michelle McCool. When he called The Undertaker Mark Calloway. AJ Styles was not the person that was meant for that promo. He does not know Undertaker like other superstars in that locker room do. Okay? If that promo was cut by Edge, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, people that actually have a lineage with Undertaker, that would have made more sense. But I, it was borderline uncomfortable when Styles called him Mark Calloway. At first, when he brought up Michelle McCool, I'm like, eh, okay, you know, people know that Undertaker is married to Michelle McCool. But something did not sit right with me. And I think it's because it was AJ cutting the promo and not someone like Triple H or Edge, someone who actually has a lineage and a history with The Undertaker. I, I hear you. I hear you. But you know what? I'm going to I'm going to have to say it wasn't as controversial as you think. I'm going to go back to an old feud with The Undertaker that happened around WrestleMania season that I think was way. It, we got a great match out of it. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. But the most disrespect we've ever seen is the feud between him and Punk, him and Punk at 29. Yep. Yeah. That feud was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Punk took it to levels, and I even it, that was cringy. But yeah, but that but see, that's different. That was CM Punk. That's his character. So mm-hmm. that see, I feel like to me that makes more sense. CM Punk is the master of the pipe bomb. He all he mm-hmm. he was known for shooting on the mic all the time. Styles isn't. Styles has attempted to, but it never comes off natural. It almost comes off like he's really trying to make people feel almost uncomfortable with his promos. And again, I just felt like this specific situation did not fit right with Styles. So I agree with Punk. It was very uncomfortable. He definitely stepped over boundaries that no one should ever step over, but it fit Punk's character. Mm-hmm. You know, And you feel it doesn't fit it, it, Right. I, I think it does. I think it does. And we have to remember... As great, as talented as AJ is, he has evolved into this immense heel character. You're and right. one way that we, we know AJ is great in the ring. We love AJ. Mm-hmm. But he, as a heel, we're like, okay, you're just, you're just AJ right. being, doing douchebaggy things. Right. He had to find a way to make this feud have some attention around it. Mm-hmm. You have to give some type of buzz to it. And AJ just saying, oh, you beat me over a trophy, that's not going to make the feud worth it. you got to give me something. You have to add a little sizzle to the steak. Right. So why not push it to that boundary? So why not have the feud where you need AJ to go above and beyond and let him run with the ball? AJ as a heel, and it's it, we've seen it in TNA, and we've seen it in New Japan, He's a, and I, you know, I try to be as baby face as I can. I know you're the baby face, but I try to be as baby face as I can. He's a dick. Yeah, you're right. He's a dick right. when he's a heel. Style he is a great He pushes heel. it. You're right. He pushes it. So why not? No, you're right. I agree. Styles is a great heel. I just feel like the whole, the evolution 
for lack of better word, terms, of this feud itself went from losing to Taker after one choke slam at a Saudi Arabia show and losing a, t- uh, a trophy, you know, some random trophy that means nothing in the bigger in the bigger scheme of things, to then mm-hmm. facing uh, Alistair Black and then have Undertaker uh, show up again on Raw. Was it Raw? Yeah, it was on Raw. It was on Raw. I'm sorry, Elimination Chamber. I'm sorry, Elimination Chamber. And then Undertaker showing up and then having Gallows and Anderson in in, in the chokeholds and then chokeslamming Styles again and getting Alistair Black to win. I think if that storyline would have stayed with those people and it could have been a two-on-three match, Alistair Black and Taker versus the OC at WrestleMania, one, that would have been a great rub to Alistair Black. To have mm-hmm. him team up with uh, Undertaker. It would have been great for Gallows, Anderson, and Styles to be in the ring with Taker at WrestleMania. And then you can continue the storyline with Styles and Undertaker. And then have Styles go a little bit over the deep end. Oh, hey, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Right? Michelle's your wife? Well, she doesn't want to be married to you. You're not really married. Mark. Then it would have made mm-hmm. sense. But I feel like you beat, you beat me for a fucking uh, trophy. That means... Fucking nothing in my legacy as a wrestler, you know. That that's just now. Listen, there might be people who fucking love Super Showdown, and think that that to wake Gauntlet Trophy means the world. It doesn't. It it's a really friggin' does. gimmick. It's a gimmick for the Saudi Arabia show to appease the fucking wallet of the Saudi Arabia royalty. See now, I I, agree. now, now, now you got me shooting over here. Yeah, uh, I, I just think. <laughs> That means absolutely nothing in the bigger scheme of things. So I felt like there was there was a missing piece in here that that maybe maybe could have made Styles promo mean that much more. But now we just have to see how they capitalize on it this week on Raw um, dur- during their contract signing. But now here's one last question I want to pose to you. Mm-hmm. At Elimination Chamber, when Undertaker showed up, when the lights went out and he and the lights came on, and he was there choking Gallows and Anderson. What was he wearing? He was wearing his uh his uh just his uh gear. He was wearing his leather pants and his black slinglet, right? Right. Okay. Next week on Raw, Styles cuts a promo not against Undertaker, but he cuts a promo on Mark Calloway. Do you see where I'm going with this? If this is what you if I'm thinking what you're thinking, I'm going to be very excited for this match if it's bringing that American badass. I'm just thinking this might be an opportunity for them to bring back the American badass and have Taker finally break that fourth wall a little bit towards the end of his career. He already went. Mm -hmm. He already he already broke kayfabe when he did that interview thing with Steve Austin on the on the network for the first time ever. So he's already getting. He has an Instagram. You know, and a Twitter, and a Twitter. <laughs> and a Twitter. So it's like, at this point, he's looking to make his way out. So, dude, come back as the American badass, which is more you than the Undertaker is, and just be mean Mark Calloway like you were from day one when you first joined wrestling. It's okay mm-hmm. to do this. That's the evolution of the wrestler. It happens all over the place, and we've all seen it. You know, we all know that Hulk Hogan was. Terry Boulay, when he first started in the AWA, we all know these things, you know? So, I think if, I, would, I would enjoy watching American Badass Taker 
take on AJ Styles at a, at WrestleMania. I would too. I you know I hate to say this and call me controversial. I love American Badass Undertaker. Dude, me that too. is my favorite. That is my favorite version of Taker because t- he was so raw. He right. was legit. Like right. he didn't do the you know taking souls and digging holes. He just right. talked like a country dude who's gonna kick your ass. Yep. Yeah. I. I. He was so badass. It took me a while to get into. It. I think it took a lot of people a little while to get used to it. But once we did, it made it made sense. It so. was perfect. Yeah, so hopefully uh, WrestleMania still goes on as scheduled and uh, nothing prevents it from happening. So we could see potentially American Badass make his return to take on the phenomenal AJ Styles. But now let's change our focus, Wade, and let's talk Mm -hmm. about this pandemic that the world is currently dealing with, with this coronavirus, this uh, COVID-19 that has been... Ruining lives because businesses are closing, musical acts are postponing or canceling their world tours and their concerts, live events are being canceled, sports like XFL, NBA, NHL are suspending their seasons. What is left for the world when we are are stuck home for 14 days and nothing new is coming on the TV or nothing there's no new shows for us to go to like what this is turning into a a bigger issue I think than people may, may realize not necessarily with the sicknesses but like the the precautions that everyone's taking mm-hmm. like I'm gonna fucking be bored there's yeah, not we, a we, lot of new shit going on. It's not. It's very difficult with the time we live in and what's going on with this pandemic. But I think, honestly, you, people have to find other sources of entertainment, like get back into these old hobbies and, you know, music, reading, yeah. and us on the mic. I'm going to put ourselves out there. Hell yeah. I feel. I feel that, honestly, podcasts now, are a great source of giving people a break from the monotony, a break from life itself where things are just going way too hectic. And I told you this when we hung out and you got the weight experience. Mm -hmm. Podcasts were a source of me getting out of my own head. Right. So, and I said, your voice along with Smarky and Doc, you know, as long with many others, was was a medium to get away from it all. So I feel podcasts are one of the way that one of the ways we can grow and get ourselves together and just find a happy medium until this time or this pandemic, once we figured out what's going on, is done. Right. Now, you know, think back to like uh, back during 9-11, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was I think it was a SmackDown or a Raw was the first wrestling first live uh, sport to be aired on television after the, the tragedy of 9-11. And it was uh, either a Raw or a SmackDown. I can't remember now which, what show it was. And Vince McMahon came out and gave his whole speech. You know, because they were still there to perform and entertain the world. to Again, to break the monotony and ease our minds and get our minds away 
from this tragedy and focus on something a little more fun, a little lighthearted, something for us to be entertained with and enjoy. You know, me personally, being a musician, you know, working in the wedding industry, I don't know how this is going to affect my business. You know, I still have 60-something weddings that I'm playing for this year, but left and right, people are postponing their weddings. Venues are canceling any events and not allowing these people to have their weddings because of what we have going on because people are obviously, and rightfully so, scared, you know, about what could happen. So I don't know how this is going to affect me as a musician. So the opportunity for me to go out places and perform and entertain for people to hear me play is going to be very few and far between. But luckily, Wade, we have this medium of podcasting and putting our voices out there to help the world, to help our listeners, uh, again, break the monotony and ease their minds of what's going on out there in the world. Because you're gonna, everyone's going to put their TV on. It's going to be the fucking news on every channel and it's going to make you want it's going to make you more depressed than anything else because of all the shit that happens in the world and all you're going to do is hear about the bad things that are happening with the coronavirus and this and that listen to a podcast we'll talk about a whole lot more talk about fun things mm-hmm. things that are going to make you happy we talk about people's fandom talk about star wars talk about comics wrestling tv music film you know we don't want to focus on the bad, on the negative. If you want to live a good life, just fucking keep looking towards tomorrow. You know, what's, what's going to make you happy today is going to help you have a better tomorrow. I agree. I agree 100%. We have to find other spaces. You you can't... Not everything is going to be bad. You have right. to find that um silver lining. Right. And like you said, our voices can be that. Podcasts are a source of this, man, and I've said, and I'm, and I am an advocate of this, a thousand percent. Podcasts, you don't have to listen to the ones that talk about the news all the time. You can find your happy medium. There's a podcast for everything out there. Yep. So why not take the time to listen to us, and just, or you know, with what we do on Big Heck and Wade and what you guys do on Fourth Wall, honestly. It's a break, man. It's really a break. And I, I keep saying this over and over again. Yeah. You have to find a happy peace, a happy medium. Otherwise, you're just you're just gonna live in this world wondering, whoa, it's getting worse and worse. It's getting worse and worse. You have to find something. Right. You know, and I and I wanna definitely give a shout out to a ton of our other friends who have podcasts as well. Shout out to Anthony De Stefano over at The Rant. Shout out to the folks over at Fully Posable. Uh, the two chicks. Podcast. Oh, the, those wrestling chicks. Those, those wrestling re- girls. Thanks, thank you. Th- those wrestling girls. Those wrestling chicks. Uh, listen to their mm-hmm. show. Uh, what what else? There's other shows out. So many other shows out there. Talk to our. You know, uh, check out our okay. friends over at Wrestle Addicts Radio. Also, yes, indeed. Uh, live also. on Four Legs. Check out my man Randy at Live on Four Legs. Talks about all the Pearl Jam live concerts. Pearl Jam, unfortunately, did just cancel their 2020 world tour. Damn. Very, very sad day for Pearl Jam fans. But yeah, we got a ton of friends on the airwaves as well who put out great content each and every week. So if if you want to break the monotony, if you're you know planning a 14-day staycation and need a, an out and there's nothing good on TV, go to your favorite podcast platform and just hit, hit subscribe. You know, us at the Fourth Wall Pop Network, we produce content for you each and every week from the Fourth Wall cast and from the Big Heck and Wade Adventures. And you never know 
what kind of crazy guests we're going to have joining us each and every week. You know, we actually have more shows joining the ranks, too, as the year goes on. So please subscribe, you know, subscribe and let us help you get through uh, your, your, your quarantine days at home. Your quarantine days at home. It's just so funny saying that. Unbelievable. Anyway, Wade, on that note, man, thank you so much for joining me today on episode 66 of the Fourth Wall Cast. So, fam, if you guys have enjoyed the show and want to show your, show your support, please follow us on all social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four, T H W A L C A S T. And be sure to check out the Fourth Wall Pop Network on Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop. That's fourth spelt out F O U R T H W A L Pop. Wade, tell everyone where they can find you on social media and where they can check out the Big Heck and Wade Adventures. Well, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Wade Ilson. And you could also follow the Big Heck and Wade Pod Adventures podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and we have a Facebook. Also, stay tuned for the Big Heck Wade Adventures website, which is coming very, very soon. Nice. Awesome. Great, man. Well, listen, Wade, thank you again, brother, for joining us. So, fam, if you guys have enjoyed the show, be sure to tell all your friends to like share and subscribe and help this thing grow and grow and we will continue to be your biggest draw for the critics the marks the casual and the hardcore once again we are the fourth wall cast he is wade i am bones and we are here to make it pop goodbye good night and don't forget wash your damn hands We made it, hit the lights, we're faded Raise your glasses, strike the matches, burn, burn, burn Till the city's on fire Daylight's far away, can't stop us, there's no way Raise your glasses, strike the matches, burn, burn, burn Till the city's on fire Alright brother man, well listen, thank you again my dude, I appreciate it And uh, we'll be in touch next week Absolutely. I'm going to, I might go fig hunting. So if anything, if I'm able to leave the house and go fig hunting, I'll let you know if I uh, find anything dope. (laughs) Have a good one, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, brother. Peace. Later, bro. Peace.